Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Did you know that when you share a burden, the load is lightened? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the podcast, is for education only. Some of the subject matter could be triggering for those that are newly grieving or in a poor state of mental health. Please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. Hello and good afternoon. Um, It's great to be back and it's even greater to be back today with a returning guest, someone that I both respect and adore. Her name is Michelle Bell and she is the Grief Warrior. Without further ado, I'm going to bring her right on up here with me. Hello there, beautiful lady. Grand afternoon, lovely. It's an honor to see you and be in your presence again. Thank you. Oh, it's so lovely to have you back. And it's hard to believe that we're two years later. It's like I, I, I don't know where the time has gone. As much as time passes and, and we get to do our thing, unfortunately, you know, we're still in a place where suicide is a fact of life and it's a fact of life for so many. It is, um, well, to me, it's actually terrifying that it is so pervasive. And uh, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to take anything away from our topic today because I think it's incredibly important. But you and I touched base a couple of weeks ago um, when we lost Lisa Marie Presley. And partly to do with your brother and the loss of your brother is why I believe that you reached out to Lisa Marie and from that, Michelle, I'm just going to let you take it from there. Thank you, Elaine. In August, August 25th, actually, was my brother's fourth year um, death by suicide and a anniversary, so to speak. And I was scrolling online and I saw... Lisa Marie Presley's article of People Magazine, and I was fully aware that her son, Benjamin, died by suicide, but I dove a little deeper and and I did it energetically. And that's, I believe, how we connected is, is through energy. You know, my own energy comes from the unknowing of all that is either downloaded or uploaded on social media. And we all know we all connect through energy, but I believe that her and I connected through the synchronicities that go way beyond the veil that a lot of people might not understand, right? Absolutely. (laughs) It's hard to explain sometimes. It can be. And let me just jump in and and remind people that um, Michelle is very gifted and Michelle has 
Bin is a, a death doula, is a, a wonderful, to me, reach beyond human who is in touch with what else we have out there. And, and since you were a child, I believe. It's, I think it's been since I was conceived and brought into this world and wearing my human garb. It's, I never had a spiritual awakening. It just, that stuff never happened to me. I always understood the dynamics of energy and respected the dynamics of energy, bringing on the trinity of self of, of what I call the trinity of self for me is P-O-D. I call it a pod, the trinity of self. P, uh, P representing the pause, O representing observance, and D representing discernment. That is my that is my trinity of self, and the ability to create pause in your everyday moment and your every other moment in. I call it sometimes a shit show, right? Yeah. That happens within our life, right? But if we can create the pause, it will give us the ability to observe, which a lot of a lot of buzzwords are like uh, awareness or mindfulness or da 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 da. And I get all that. But the pause is really important to create the observance, also known as awareness, to judge well, which is discernment. And to judge well through intuitiveness and spiritual yourself. So getting back to Lisa Marie, on August 25th, I'm scrolling and I see it and I'm like, you know what? I always had in the back of my mind to create a loss awareness day. But I'm like, I don't know when. I had no idea what day, what month. And so here's the beauty of this synchronicity is that day she actually responded back to me and she immediately started following me. And unfortunately, I know today after she's transitioned, why? Because I really didn't know that much about her, her person existing here on earth. I, I connected through her energy. So I said, what, what are your thoughts about loss awareness day? And she's like, how can I help? And then I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Let me reach out to the back end. So moving forward, I, you know, moving forward, coming together, I did not want to, I didn't want to bombard her with like all the fine-tuned details of like creating it all. So I got her blessing just in that communication and felt like the moving with is now up to me and how to do this. And it's going to come through. It's going to download to upload. Right. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is 
going to be absolutely amazing for the grief and loss community. What's going to be the month? What's going to be the day? So every morning I, I, I meditate for at least an hour and a half and very deeply. So what came to mind is 929. Why 929? Wow. Okay. Do you have an idea? Maybe why 929? Yeah. I don't know, but it just, it just resonated. It flows, right? Yeah. And in the last 10 years, numbers have become very significant in my own journey. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And I use numbers, not numerology. It, I, maybe some people call it numerology, but I use numbers to connect with the energy of the of the person to to do the one-on-one retreats the destinations it's very my my work is very sacred no one will know ever no one will never know how I do what I do so with that said except for this the 929 suicide awareness day is september or suicide awareness month is september which is nine right yep so I'm like, oh, that's it. So it's got to be September because yeah. between her son and my brother, there's the reputa- rep- representation and honor of Suicide Awareness Month. So it's definitely nine, no, de- no doubt about it, but yeah. there's more to the nine. I said to myself, there's so much more to the nine. Let me figure this out and why it is. Here we go. Lisa Marie Presley is a life path nine. Okay. Which represents the humanitarian, by the way. Yeah. Elvis, her father, is a life path nine. The humanitarian. And I'm doing this on paper and I'm trying to figure, I'm going, oh my God, there's more, there's more, because I'm getting the downloads. Michelle, keep going. There's more, there's more, there's more. So Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis, both Life Path Nines. Let's see what Austin Butler is, right? I'm like, let's see what Austin Austin Butler, if, if, if not everybody is familiar, he played her father in the movie Elvis, right? He's a nine. Oh my God. He's a nine. That makes sense. It all made sense. So I'm like, oh, okay. So let's nine times three is 27. Follow me on this. Nine times three is 27. So here's the intuitive, um, uh, another observance. Benjamin was 27 when he died by suicide. Yeah. So there's another nine connection. Yeah. Right. And then two and seven equal nine. Equal nine. Yeah. That's the beauty of Loss Awareness Day for September. So 29, I'm like, oh, so 29, it's got to be the 29th because my son and I have to be 
in there as well. Interconnected through this because it's all synchronicities. So I'm like, it's definitely the 29th because uh, two and nine represent, now listen to this, two and nine, I'm a life path 11. My father is a life path 11. Oh, wow. So not only does Lisa Marie and her father share a life path number together, I share the same life path number with my own father Yeah. in the form of the number 11. And then the 29th, of course, is represents the, the day that Nikki transitioned and died. Yeah. So you've got three 11s, which equals 33, yeah. which my son is a life path 33. Wow. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It really is. It really, really is. And I wanted to make it really special, like the day. And, and you know, excuse me, but, okay. you know, and Lisa Marie transitioned at 54, which five and four equal nine. So that nine number has been in her life and there's so much meaning and I just wish and she knows she knows the the perpetual meaning behind all of this and there we have it loss awareness day yeah (laughs) and we need a million signatures to make it an official loss awareness day Okay, so we need one million signatures. And everybody can go on change.org and read about the story and the dynamics of all the numbers that I just shared and just sign the petition, share it, share it, share it, because it would be so honorable for the grief community and also our, 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 our dedication for suicide awareness, Elaine, yes. right? Yes. Because why I got involved is to end the silence, the stigma and the shame. And in doing that, what better way than to dedicate a day to those we've lost? Because you hear me say it all the time, say their name. Right from Andrea on my Aunt Margaret. This is what we have to do. We have to say their name. We have to make a point of taking this out of that shame closet and erasing the stigma and no longer being silent because they were and are as important to us as anyone else we lost in any other way. And that's exactly what Lisa Marie shared very profoundly in that article. And that's really what drew me into her. I'm like, man, she gets it. Like she gets it. She gets what I've been preaching for the last almost two decades about my son. And it, you know, 
of 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 the grief community putting you know putting this one plus one equals two together it's really simple it's just supporting one another and there should be absolutely no stigma within the grief community because i find i've i've learned a new word this week resentment i have found because it's come to me the word resentment that there are people that resent and look at people that maybe they say, oh, you're elevated in the grief journey. Oh, really? Did you want to come by my house for a day? You have no idea what goes on behind that screen. So that's when I talk about the Trinity of self. And so in this, in this grief journey, uh, you know, there should never be resentment towards another grieving human person, partner, sibling, mother, father. It does, you know, we're all in this together. So that's what I really loved about her articles because she was like, boom. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man, why don't I just like put it out there and see if the universe has 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 the ability to really put us together. Let's yes. see this happen and it did. How can I help? Yeah. Yeah. And and what I think is important to to reiterate here cuz sometimes people lose sight of this. Uh, I know that in in terms of certain things, people talk about the stages of grief and and what have you, but there is no one path. There is no, well, I'm grieving here and I'll be grieving until this happens. No, grief can rear its head at any point in the journey. It can take you right back to square one. And there's nothing we can do but allow ourselves to feel that grief, to honor those we've lost, and to move on knowing that they're with us. And I think that's part of this awareness that we need to get out there. Exactly. I call it observance because we're all taught to resist. Yes. We're all taught to resist. Yeah. Okay. Where is that going to get me in this journey, in this life? Let's say we didn't even lose a loved one. There are so many people that don't have, they, they cannot vibrate on my level, but I can vibrate on your level. That's the beauty of taking ownership of trinity of self and taking a pause and a discernment because a lot of people are like oh my god i don't know what to say she just lost your son dead and i'm like you don't have to say nothing anything your energy will you know just kind of like bring it together um there's not i that's that's where i love when i do my retreats when i am with another person i love that connection like the the the, you need to feel that energy connection and i and and there are people 
the grieving parents, they're tired, they're struggling. And that's why I'm here because I have experienced the immense loss, not just of my son and my brother and my parents and my best friend and um, three, uh, three children, two little baby babies, but I have to transfer and push my, my energy someplace. And if it's to help somebody, in whatever way that I can, it comes from such an abundance of love within me. It really does. Like, I just have so much love. That's why I'm like, on, I'm overwhelming sometimes because I have, over, you know, this love spinning within me. I really do. I, I, and I've noticed it more and more in the last couple of years. No, nobody could break me. Nobody could say anything to me that will ever hurt my feelings. I've already had the worst pain and a lot of people have, but you can never, you will never break me. I think I've just gotten my voice back after my mother transitioned because my mother was very, she was a very cantankerous woman and she never allowed me to feel my emotions. So she pushed up against it because it was resistance. And I'm like, I need a hug. Like I didn't, I'm maternal. That's why I was like that with my brother. And when, you know, when my brother died by suicide, um, I was his maternal piece in life because I don't know if you remember that my mother gave him up for adoption at 25. And didn't you didn't learn until after you were 25 that you had a brother? I was so elated. I was like, oh my God, because I was an only child. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a brother. And I went and found him. And I was he, he was so brilliant. Um, you know, he he struggled with abandonment issues. He struggled so hard and he never was on he never took medication. He always like worked out or he did that. That's what moved his head is that, is that part. He was, he was a vegan. He loved animals. Um, My brother was really special and I, I I forgot what I was even about to, 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 to say, see, I'm getting um, emotional talking about him because um I don't know well it's hard it's so hard it was hard for you at the time to to basically gain a brother and so soon after lose him that's that's not how it's supposed to go yeah and and as much as I, I offer my condolences on the loss of your mom, but it does seem to have given you more freedom to share you, which I think is a gift. Not only share me, but my screenplay. I don't even know if you know what's going on with my my book, my adapted story. Um, okay, so... I wrote the screenplay at that the I know. side of my mother. And then like, I'm like, okay. And then she transitioned. And then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Because I know the industry and I know individuals in the industry very well, 
but I don't know how to navigate that. It, it's, it's, it's not easy. So no, no. We are, we are at the precipice of making it come to life. Excellent. Excellent. A son's gift has now attached an award-winning director, oh, wow. award-winning Hollywood director, Tamar Halpern. And what I love about Tamar is that we met last year. We were both, I'm 56, she's 56. And there's that synchronicity, five oh. and six equals 11. And we work so well together. Talk about the pause and observance and discernment. We work like that together so well. And I, that's, yeah, that's where we're at. And we are, we're really at, we're just working really hard behind the scenes. (laughs) There's an awful lot that has to go on behind the scenes for things like screenplays and, and even books to actually come to fruition. And it it can sometimes be really hard in in the that what I call that twilight period where you know all of this work is being done, yet there's nothing publicly viable. It's really hard to keep pushing and pushing and not yet being able to see. But I know it's going to happen. I absolutely know it's going to happen. And and I I know that Nikki's thrilled. I think it will be absolutely incredible for for you as well, but for so many people. And on that on that note, I'm I'm just gonna shift us back to Suicide Loss Awareness Day because I want to be sure that people understand they'll be able to get the links from the podcast page so that you can go and sign up because we need a million people to get this going. Is this, this is an American, yeah, an American thing, change.org. One million signatures is going to make this happen. And here we are. It's only February. So I believe we have time to accomplish this before September 29th this year. Oh, wow. What a beautiful reflection of positivity and, and embrace. I'm going to, I'm going to claim that and everybody else is going to claim it too. Yes. Because it takes only three minutes, three minutes to just hop on and sign. Absolutely. And what a service to not just humanity, but out of respect for the uh, grief and loss community and suicide awareness as well. Yeah. And whether whether you have lost someone or you have friends who have lost someone, do it out of the goodness of your heart, but do it for those you've lost. Claim it for them and more to the point, pass it on. Because that's how we get a, a big tide of people to get there and get us over that hump, get us to that number. We need one million people. And that's not as many as you'd think. 
It's really not. I am so grateful for everyone that has actually taken the time and signed this petition thus far and shared it. I truly, truly, truly am. And for those who are going to share it, moving with, incredibly grateful. Everyone that has signed this petition as a community are all grateful for each and every one that has taken the effort to do so. So, yeah. And to Elaine, I just wanted to drop a little nugget about my seven stages of grief alignment. They've yeah. all been released. I, I just finished my last book last month, Eat Healthy, The Seven Stages of Grief Alignment. Um, Excellent. Embrace. Um, each, each book is a stage representing the word embrace, the acronym, uh, E, express, say their name, M, meditate, be present, rejuvenate, awaken, and C, connect, and E, eat healthy. So each book is like, it, so this is the express book, but it's very oh, small books, very small books, and um, they're full colored, but I'm going to put them all in one for, um, for, for the professionals who can actually get certified and become wellness warriors and teach this in their community. Excellent. Excellent. And those links will be available uh, with the transcripts of this podcast episode as well. Michelle, I, I can't thank you enough for coming back on, for starting Suicide Loss Awareness Day, for putting together uh, at change.org this petition to get it out there, and for reaching out to Lisa Marie and you know, God rest her soul. This is something I think all of those that we have lost will be helping from beyond us get everything out there as it needs to be because it's definitely time. Thank you, Elaine, for piggybacking that too. Thank you. Absolutely. I am actually relieved to be able to help because I knew something had to be done and you were smart enough to figure it out. We're doing it. We're doing it now together. And I am really honored that you took the time out to acknowledge, observe, and be aware what we're doing is just giving our love energy out there to everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. That in itself, I think, is going to be very useful. So get on there, sign the petition, pass it on to those around you. We thank you ever so much. And we will definitely see you next time. I know for a fact, Michelle will be back. Thank you so much for being my guest. I really do appreciate it. And with that, I say, make the very best of your today every day. Get to change.org and we'll talk about it next time. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on your favorite service. Suicide Zen Forgiveness was brought to you by Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. Let them get you on page one in the search results.
and also by Canada's keynote humorist, Judy Kroon, the motivational speaker, comedian, author, and stand-up coach at Second City. On the stage, Judy draws from her wealth of performance experience, wit, and insight to entertain, inform, and inspire in her dynamic keynotes and half-day workshops.